Hello, welcome to Grateful Gwenna. These podcasts share my testimony as a Christian woman survivor of domestic violence and other men's and women's testimonies as well. We are sharing real life stories and struggles with true biblical advice, support, and empowerment for both abuse victims and overcomers. Today, I have my fiance, Jeff Dalton, with me. Jeff is a Christ follower and a domestic violence overcomer. He's also a work from home program advisor and a Christian poet. You can find his material on Facebook at Traveling Poetry 777. Thank you for joining me today, honey. Hey, no problem. I'm glad, glad I'm here. Thank you very much. So I just have five questions for you and sub-questions. My first question is, tell me about any abuse you experienced in your home or while growing up. Well, unfortunately, when I was growing up, uh, there was abuse. uh, You know, my dad, you know, one of the earliest things I remember is one time my dad getting very angry and he was showing his teeth and grabbed my brother and I just grabbed us by uh, by our clothes, by our shirts and just started mm-hmm. hitting us and, and stuff like that. Uh, and growing up, I mean, there's been times where I would argue with my mom and mom would end up uh, slapping me, you know, not just, well, interestingly not on the butt, but on the face and stuff. Uh, and you know, there's one time where my dad you know, hit me with a shoe um, and this, this continued or went on from elementary school early on to around junior high. And then junior high had stopped when one time he put me in a headlock, which he normally does. And, you know, this time I relaxed because I knew he would loosen his grip and he did. He loosened his grip when he did that. I tackled him on the ground and pinned him uh, on the ground just looking at him. My mom came and tried to help him by hitting me and stuff like that. But uh, after that, he never uh, laid a hand on me again. Wow, I'm sorry that happened to you, honey. And, you know, when those things were happening, like when your dad, you told about how your dad came and he grabbed both you and your brother by the shirt. How, how did that make you feel? Well, it made me feel extremely fearful. Fearful? Yeah, I mean, very fearful. Um, you know, like someone was attacking me. Mm-hmm. Well, someone was attacking yeah, you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Someone was attacking you. And what was the fear? A fear of getting hurt. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't the feeling of being disciplined or corrected. It was just the <coughs> feeling of, you know, he was sick and tired of my brother and I. And so he was going to just beat us. I mean, that's the look on his face and how he came at us. And that that's how I interpreted it. And, you know, for a long time, always been, he's going to attack me. Mm-hmm. You know, and one time I remember him actually taking me outside in the garage and said, let's go. You want to fight? Let's fight. And, of course, I didn't. Kind of wish I did, but I didn't and stuff, but yeah. You described another time when your father, 
I think you said he took you to the ground? No, to, to the garage. I'm to sorry. The gr- no, no, not just now, earlier. Oh. When you said he took you to the ground, I think you said? No. Or you took him to the ground? I took him to the ground. Okay, explain that a little more. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a wrestling move. Um, you know, he had me in a headlock. Um, I, re- I relaxed. And, you know, his thinking was, oh, I got him. So he didn't have to try so hard, so he relaxed. And then I just wrapped my arms around his body, lifted him, lift, lifted him up, and then just slammed him to the ground, um, his back to the ground. And I, you know, pinned both of his arms. You know, each, each knee was on each arm, pinning him there. So he couldn't move. So you had him so that to the point where he couldn't move. Right. And so when that happened... How did you feel? I felt empowered. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, didn't feel fear anymore. So the fear was gone because yes. you, would you say something and you snapped and you took control? Or would you say you were, you had been planning on this and you had thought of doing this? Well, I don't know if I thought about it. Um you know, growing up, I mean, I would wrestle a lot. You know, not in high school sports, but just, I don't know, just wrestle with my friends and stuff like that and just became a good wrestler. So I just knew at that time um, the techniques on how to put him on his back mm-hmm. and have him stop hurting me. So, Jeff, thank you for sharing that. I know those are probably difficult mm-hmm. memories to rehash. So thank you for being vulnerable and sharing with that. No problem. And I have another question um, for this. This is question number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but you said that when you had pinned your dad down on the ground, your mm-hmm. mom came and started trying to help your dad by hitting you. Right. So how did that make you feel? Uh, I mean, unloved... Uh unwanted uh it made me it just made me feel not valuable you know she didn't care because she saw what my dad did and she witnessed my dad hitting me and stuff sometimes like i said she did it too and so i just felt like she was against me and did you feel like she was protecting your dad but not you oh yeah definitely okay definitely so if you don't mind, if it's not too difficult, if you could describe to me, you were married once, mm-hmm. right? Yes. For like five years? Yeah, five years. Describe to me the some of the hurtful, abusive things that happened to you during your first marriage. Well, I mean, in, in my first marriage, like I've, I've blocked a lot out, so I don't remember the words. I don't remember, you know, I, I think there's one physical, physical altercation, you know, her and I were just arguing and, you know, I knew I was getting angrier and I knew that it would be good for me to walk out uh, so I don't do anything or say anything more, you know, so I, you know, we had some dogs, so I took one of our dogs and uh, headed towards the door and she uh, ran to me and shoved me against the door uh, with with her hand and putting 
with her arm and putting all of her weight against me to the door. And she weighed about 200 pounds. So, and, and with me, I'm skinny, I'm small, I'm like, you know, 5'5", five, five. and probably at that time weighed probably 130 pounds maybe, you know. And so it's a struggle to, to get her off, uh, but I did, and I walked out the door with the dog. And then, when, and then what happened? Well, all I remember is that I came back and, I mean, I'm sure we argued a little bit more. I mean, I don't know. Um, I know I was calmer and stuff. And how did you feel when your ex-wife shoved you up against the door? I felt angry. I also felt helpless as well. And as a man, that's really hard to admit. <laughs> you know, us men don't like to say we feel helpless, especially if it's a woman doing something to us, you know, because of society just expecting the man to be, you know, us to be strong and, and you know, stuff like that. Thank you for being honest and vulnerable again. Um, I'm going to jump a little bit here mm -hmm. for the interest of time. But how has God healed you and how has God redeemed your life from or since these events that you've just described to us? Wow. Well, how God has healed me. Um, I mean, I still have a temper, but it's a lot less. Um, I think the healing is, is ongoing. You know, I've always struggled with being okay with who I am and not just, you know, the good parts about me, but the bad parts about me as well. So it's just always healing, always, you know, um, no matter what people say, you know, I got to go by what God says about me and his word because his word never changes and stuff. Um, and I'd say redeem me knowing that well, I'm not afraid anymore that I will be an abuser. That's what I mean by that. Is, you know, when I was growing up and stuff, my parents had a dog. And, you know, and I, I would beat my dog. I would beat that dog. Uh, because I had all this anger and all this hurt. And I just, you know, wanted to, you know, take it out on the animal. And for the longest time, I've always been afraid to get a dog because I was always afraid that, you know, I'd get a dog and when I became angry, it would be my dog. And, you know, so recently, and I'm 48 years old now, and so well, when I was 45, I finally got my do a dog, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm not gonna be that way. I'm not like that, you know, and I haven't beat my dog and stuff. That's good. What are some yeah. scriptures that have helped you to know who you are in Christ mm. as opposed to how you were treated when you were growing up and in your mm. first marriage? What are some scriptures that have helped you? Um, well, I know Ephesians, you know, talks a lot about how just who I am gives pleasure to God. Um, also in... I want to say Psalm 139, 
where it says that I'm fearfully and wonderfully mm-hmm. made. Right. Um, you know, so so those. That's awesome. Yeah. There, there's also a lot of place. There are also a lot of places in the Bible that talk about how God delights in us. Yes. Yes. Um, I know yes. in Proverbs and Psalms, I think. Yeah, there, there's one in Zephaniah which says that God sings over you. Mm, I love that. This is our last question. What advice would you give someone who is currently going through some of what you experienced? Um, well, oh, that's a hard question. Um, honestly, the, the first thought and you know, but people, listen to Greta, though. Don't just take what I say and go with it. But I'd say learn to protect yourself. Um, is number one, be smart. Um, I would say, two, really get into the Word of God. Uh, start believing what God says about you. I I know in a lot of domestic violence situations, um, you know, it's usually by men and stuff, that I guess this can apply to both ways. But the, the abuser will always tell the victim, you know, you're no good, no one's going to want you, you're dumb, you're ugly, you're fat, you're weak, you're, you know. And... You know, you need something else to to contradict or go against those lies that are being told to you. Just saying that, oh, no, I'm not dumb, that's not enough. You need something to to say, you know what, no, I'm, Bible says, God says I'm smart. You know, God says I'm wonderfully made. God says I'm beautiful. God says I'm more of an overcomer. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Best advice. Thank you. So Jeff says, protect yourself, read the word, and believe what God says about you. That's excellent advice, honey. Thanks. Make sure we're reading God's word. Yes. Because who we are, the true identity of each of us as believers in Jesus Christ is who we are in Christ. Yes. It's not what the world says about it, about us. It's not what the world says about us. It's not what someone else says about us. It's not even usually what we think about ourselves. But the truth about us is what the word says about us. And do you have any final thoughts? You know, my my final thought would be, you know, if you're being abused, don't, well, if you're being abused, number one, know that's a lie. That, oh, it's going to change. Oh, the abuser will change. Um, recognize that as a lie from pedophile, number one. Number two, because of that, when you recognize it's not going to change, make plans to get out. You know, make plans to leave. And my, my beautiful fiancé has a testimony about how she left and, and what happened. So... That's that's my final thing is listen to people like Gwena. Listen to other domestic 
abuse survivors, um, how they got out and stuff, and what they did to protect themselves once they, they got out as well. All right. Thank you so much, honey. Jeff Dalton, thank you for sharing your testimony and being vulnerable with us. Um, I know it's not a difficult, I know it is a difficult, it's not an easy thing to do to be vulnerable and share these deep parts of our soul that have affect us, mm. affected us over life. Um, I appreciate you sharing, protect yourself, believe what God says about you in the Bible. Um, know that things are not going to change. People only change if they want to change. It can't come from us. We can't force anyone to change and to develop a safety plan. And um, so uh, I will be providing links to the National Domestic Violence Hotline on my podcast as soon as I figure out how to do that. You can also Google that. Uh, make sure you're in a safe place if you do that. If you are being abused, I'll be talking about um, denial, tools for, for survival, safety plan, the domestic violence power wheel, how I escaped from my own abuser, and I'll be sharing quite a bit of my testimony with you in future podcasts, hopefully the next one, including not only how I was able to escape from my abuser, but also how God provided for me and our children once I did. If you have anything um, that you need to share or would like to share or be a guest interviewee like my fiance, Jeff Dalton, just was, please let me know. Again, thank you so much for listening and know that I love you, but even more importantly, Jesus loves you more. Thank you and God bless you. See you next time.